0: Hey, Rotoviz Radio listener, this is Curtis Patrick from the Dynasty Command Center podcast, and I've got a special deal for you today. Go to rotoviz.com, click the subscribe button, put the 12-month subscription in your cart, and use promo code RVRADIO2021. That's RVRADIO2021, and you're gonna save 10%. Taking advantage of this deal, getting your hands on what's included in the package is the best way to enhance your performance this year. So go to rotoviz.com and subscribe now.
2: Hello everyone, welcome along to the best basketball show on Rotoviz Radio. My name's Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. I'm delighted to be joined by my co-host here for the series. It is Zach Kruger, you can follow on Twitter at ZK underscore which will be running through pretty much uh, everything that you need for your best ball season let the listeners know we're gonna be running it for basically two shows a week each Saturday and Monday throughout uh, the next month or two at least we're hoping to hit you with between kind of 14 15 of these shows to get you set up for success on this edition of the show we're going to cover elite tight end and uh, it's a very popular strategy across pretty much all formats when we talk about it here at Rotoviz, but in terms of best ball, it can be a real um real kind of win rate uh, booster in terms of what it makes your teams look like uh, from a historical rate one of the things i guess that we'll say on it is like particularly if we're talking about the ffpc and it's a tight end premium format uh we'll be diving into that in a moment it is going to be more of a boost in that format if you're playing on uh, one of the sites that we've mentioned previously like an underdog or or like in uh the best ball tends, uh, it's going to be a case where this may not be as profitable, but still, still really going to be an interesting strategy to, to wrap your uh, mind around, just in case it isn't something that you have thought of yet. So, Zach, putting you on the hot seat again, what is Elite Tight End from a build perspective? Uh, I, I think it seems self-explanatory, but again, this is probably us being in that bubble where we think everything is self-explanatory when it comes to fantasy football. Uh, what, what exactly is an Elite Tight End build?
3: Sure, so... Uh, t- elite tight end build the way I generally understand it and describe it as is really when you're going into your draft you're probably aiming to get what I consider to be one of the three tight elite tight ends uh, on the board on your team before you know usually the second or third round is over. Uh, in FFPC leagues, these tight ends are usually going. Uh, they're probably gone before the middle of the second round. I think we can probably agree that those elite three tight ends right now are Travis Kelsey, George Kittle and Darren Waller. Uh, So when I'm going into a build, if I'm debating doing an elite tight end strategy, which again can be beneficial because we're talking about FFPC leagues with their tight end premium scoring, if I'm looking to go that route, I will try to get one of those tight ends off the board early just so I can feel a little bit safer about what I have at the position. And possibly even not have to invest as much in the tight end position uh, as I would if I was maybe taking a tight end in the fifth or sixth round as my tight end one. Getting that elite tight end early definitely, I think, is kind of a way to just add a little bit of security to your roster as you look to add the additional positions around that um player is that is that kind of how you'd be describing are we on the same page here yeah we're
2: definitely on the the same page and i I already mentioned the difference in the ffpc with the tight end premium versus uh, you know some of the the other sites but in the tight end premium formats it is a major boost you know if we look at pretty much you know if you give 1.5 points per reception for the tight ends we look at how that did in 2020 there's six tight ends that finished in the top 50 among wide receivers running backs and tight ends in the ffpc compared to just a standard ppr format which was just kelsey and waller and so that is giving you a, a big big boost and when we're talking about you know if you draft these guys in the first two rounds a lot of people not familiar with Uh, tight end premium formats are not familiar with how that's going to affect your possibility of winning in those formats might think that that doesn't make any sense to be taking tight ends in those positions but when you're doing it from a perspective of tight end premium it really does boost that that's adding four additional tight ends to the top 50 if we're looking through those three combined positions that is a major difference Uh, kelsey move from the second highest scoring player in tight end premium formats, down to 7th overall in full PPR. So he's dropping down 5 spots based on that 0.5 extra point PPR. Uh, and then Darn Waller moved from the 6th highest scoring player down to 10th. So still scoring extremely well. Even if you're taking you know, uh, Darn Waller at the back end of that first round, still going to be in a place of value and similar for Kelsey if it's none. Uh, tight end premium but in tight end premium it's going to boost those guys up a lot so uh, I do really and I mentioned it already the caveat it is more beneficial when we're in Tight end premium formats, but like if you're talking about those guys finishing as the seventh highest scoring player and the tenth highest scoring player in PPR formats, that shows that there's also a boost there because the tight end position can be quite volatile on a weekly basis. And a lot of the time, you're hoping that you can get a touchdown to get yourself into those double digit points where with a Kelsey, with a Waller, with a Kittle, the yards after the catch, the touchdowns, the uh, targets, the receptions. It gives them a really, really uh, elevated floor and also a very, very high ceiling as well. So you're getting the safety at the position, but you're also getting that monster upside where uh, a big, big week, a two touchdown, 100 yard week from somebody like Travis Kelsey can can really uh, win you that week. And then, of course... The season is just made up of weeks that you want to win, so it's gonna it's gonna get you there in the end. So um, that that would be where I would be looking at it um, in terms of tight end premium formats and non tight end premium formats. I just wanted to make the the differentiation between the two, but still how valuable having that elite tight end can be.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you talked about, uh, real quick here, just Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller in particular were the two players who we had mentioned earlier. Uh, As players who had moved down a couple spots when you compare their tight and premium scoring to their uh, just full PPR scoring, it is worth noting, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey dropped to the 7th highest scoring player in full PPR. Darren Waller dropped down to the 10th highest scoring in full PPR. If you consider where their ADPs are, Um, Maybe this year for Kelsey, it's a little bit different uh, just because he's tending to go more in the middle of the first round. But if you look at him from last year, uh, he, that's still an obvious value. Travis Kelsey was not the seventh player coming off the board in 2020 drafts. Darren Waller was certainly not the 10th player coming off the board in drafts. So assuming that these players, even now, if they're finishing highly uh, in overall scoring, they're going to be values. Darren Waller in particular, I think, is the one who maybe stands out a little bit more than Kelsey for this year, just because Darren Waller you're usually getting in the second round of a full PPR league. Um, but one thing that I wanted to touch on real quick, we've been we've been reverting back to the roster construction explorer Uh, For these last couple episodes, now that we've introduced the tools to our listeners, uh, we do see that if you draft your tight end in round one, which again is a filter that you can set, uh, that gives us a solid 12.6% win rate with 65.1% of these teams taking a tight end in round one, finishing in the top six. So if you still consider...
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: Kittle to be an elite tight end, which I do, uh, then that means that you likely have a chance to draft one of Kelsey, George Kittle, or Darren Waller in the first round, uh, which could get you off to a good start if they perform as well as you would expect them to when you're drafting them this offseason. So it's just kind of a, a cheap way to boost your win rate a little bit, assuming that they stay healthy, and I think that, you know, starting tight end right out the gate, Uh, is is great for multiple reasons again it gives you a chance to kind of maybe forget about the position for a little bit and in addition to that uh it it really gives you one of the elite guys at the top and we left out hall of famer kyle pitts but maybe he even becomes there as well We, we we don't know yet
1: look no one's perfect even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded the best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash now. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S.-licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication's appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping, the whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com/rodoviz and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com/rodoviz now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. getromancom rotoviz. Get started now to save fifteen dollars on your first month of treatment. So
2: you mentioned a moment ago, you know, it is a good idea to go uh, tight end out of the gate. So I guess we're we, we might be uh, spoiling this a little bit, but it's a slightly different question. Is it a good idea to double tap tight end out of the gate to get two off those tight ends and and really supercharge that area of your squad
3: so going double tap tight end at the gate is probably one of my preferred strategies in ffpc drafts this off season mainly because we already go into it knowing that going one tight end uh can boost your 12 point or boost your win rate to 12.6 percent in the first round um, so if we're getting the opportunity, to perhaps take two of these elite tight ends early. Uh, I would. I'm a big fan of the elite double tight end strategy. Uh, you do have to remember that for the context of the show, as we are, we're discussing FFPC drafts, which gives you one tight end spot but two flex spots. So there are, you know, a number of ways that you can get both of these. Picks uh, these first two tight ends into the into your roster on a weekly basis. I think that if you're drafting two tight ends out the gate and a non-FFPC league, it gets a little bit riskier because now you don't have that second flex spot to fall back on with high scoring. You're kind of banking on having um, a little bit more elite weeks out of your tight ends if in one a one flex spot league. But I think the FFPC leagues offering two flex spots give you gives you a good chance to make. Uh, going uh, two tight ends out of the gate a very viable option uh, is that is that something you're looking to do ever when you're drafting column
2: it would be something from time to time depending specifically on what's available at that draft spot I haven't dipped into too much of this offseason and um, obviously Kelsey's going to go much earlier in the first round if you're at the back end of the first round you might get those two guys in there you might even try and get you know somebody you know like uh, a mark andrews who's tailed offer you mentioned hall of famer kyle pitts you might be able to get one of those guys in there but it is something that i've, I've played with in different formats but i tend to stick more to the single elite version and you made a good point there and just differentiating again for the listeners if you're in a league it's so important to know those settings in terms of who starts whether that's season-long dynasty best ball whatever because there's no point in drafting two tight ends if you can only start one and if there's only one flex spot it makes it even harder to start two especially if you're starting off by getting those wide receivers on your roster and um, you're usually going to start those wide receivers over the tight end unless it is tight end premium so just very important to, to go through all of those different areas but when you look at where most of the teams are going to end up being. It's going to be the singularly tight end if I'm going that way, and that's because it's hard to get a draft spot where you can pick up two of them quite easily uh, in that particular range. Um, it's a little bit more tricky to do this year with the guys going in kind of the earlier back end of the the first round um, as maybe they haven't been in the last couple of years. We've seen guys go, you know, first tight end go off the board maybe between six and nine, and then the second guy in the second round, third guy in the third round or back of the second round. So this year it's a little bit uh, harder to do so far, but it is a strategy that we can try and employ where possible. Um, If we add it uh, to what we've already mentioned with the uh, uh, roster construction explorer, um, changing that tight end, Filter to round one and tight end two before round three uh, we still have a, a 10.1% win rate which is fine but the the top six win rate on that goes from 65.1% overall to 66.4% overall so for the listeners as well when you are playing in these best ball leagues there is some of the leagues you can go winner take all some of them you can go for top six as well to, to get you uh, kind of double your money and, and get back out there again so it does increase the win rate if you're taking two tight ends in those first three rounds as well from a top six perspective
3: yeah it's a it's a strategy that like you said it's hard to sometimes employ um but when it, when you're looking at adps for this year uh you know Kittle and Waller are probably going to be who you're going to be able to go tight end, tight end right out the gate with. I've been able to do it a couple of times this year, um, just picking maybe at that 111 and 202 spot or the 112 and the 201. Uh, at times like that, it is possible to do, but but even if you're not able to do it, if you even just decide to go with that first tight end in the first round, um, that that's still going to give you a very solid win rate to start off, and and I think your team's going to be better for it in the long run, assuming, again, everyone stays healthy as far as going with the two tight ends goes. We do, again, we see that win rate drop a little bit with uh, back-to-back tight ends compared to just one tight end in the first round. It does fall, like you said. It it drops down from... 12.6 12.6 percent down to 10.1 percent but even if the rates do drop off a little bit starting your draft tight end tight end is a perfectly fine strategy uh, especially when you play around with the roster construction explore a little bit more and you apply other optimal draft tactics that we've learned over here at rotoviz learn from the best ball workshop you can see historical win rates jump two high ranges uh bearing in mind that sometimes when you see a high win rate it may be from a limited sample size but that certainly doesn't mean that it's not a viable strategy or a way to go out and tackle your league yeah
2: no definitely agree there and really and truly uh elite tight end is something i think that's got a lot more popular in recent times and i do think like i think sean siegel has been somebody who has brought that a little bit more to the the forefront and of course tight end premium leagues are becoming more popular and so that there also leads to more information more data and of course as we're using these tools in Rotoviz. that is what we're building it on is the information and the data and so it's going to help you be able to to make those decisions make those informed decisions and, and see what works for you and again a lot of this is about being able to adapt to the league that's why we're not just covering one strategy and saying this is the only way to win it's about being in your league what player drops to you what players are available and then how you make those decisions and pivot off the information available at that exact point off your pick. So um, these hopefully are going to help you as we go through the series. As I mentioned previously, we'll be talking about 0RB, uh, which we've already done. We're going to talk modified 0RB, quarterback position, and lots, lots more as we get into the uh, intricacies of the strategy in baseball. And as always, I want to finish the show by letting you know as a RotoViz listener, as a loyal podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% off a one-year RotoViz subscription. All you have to do is add the discount code RVRadio2021 at checkout or by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for additional information. Of course, you can drop us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. We always appreciate those. So I want to thank my co-host here, Zach Kruger, who you can follow on Twitter at ZK underscore FFB. Of course, my name is Colum Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Until we're back with the next episode in the series, of course, have a good one.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.